and welcome to another episode of Nat Chat. This week we are really excited because we have all just come back from Cisco Live 2022 and today we have Craig Manyweather and Joachim Mason on Nat Chat. So hi guys, welcome to the podcast. Hello. And yeah, so you know it's fantastic to see that Cisco Live is now up and running and back in person, you know, a long time coming really and I think it's just brilliant to see everybody reconnecting um, you know I am sure that Cisco was so excited to actually get to Vegas this time around and, and have everyone in one room I think um, I was watching the I was watching the content and I, I, I lost count of the number of times the speaker would, 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 would open with how super excited they were actually to be back in person so there was certainly there was certainly that excitement in the room but yeah no the feedback overwhelmingly you know from from you know participants and everyone who was there was look it was just great to be in person and all of those sorts of conversations and questions and different things that you can do when it's not you know just looking and talking through a screen um then uh, yeah no there was it was a, it was yeah long awaited and uh, much enjoyed by, the, by those who were there yeah i do think that the past couple of years if it's taught us anything though it's how to execute a good hybrid event so you know obviously i logged in from from the uk and, and mm. watched the live stream and it really just just show you how inclusive you can be with the power of hybrid yeah, and Haley, I think it was uh, it was also good to see some Natilic people out at Cisco Live. So uh, we had some engineers on the ground, uh, you know, soaking up the sessions, getting involved in, in, in the technical <laughs> discussion, and uh, also Matthias, our tech director for DC and Cloud, um, was up on stage with HashiCorp. Uh, I believe he was presenting on self-service automation and, and ACI. So great to see, uh, and he also held a couple of workshops all around Kubernetes. So yeah, just. Really, yeah, you know, for the engineering community at Natilic and for our clients, just you know, great to be back in person and and you know getting uh, you know getting a chance to to speak to peers, present, and, and hear what's happening from Cisco. Yeah, exactly, it is really that mix of like the workshop hands on, and then hearing all the announcements, and then obviously that there, there is the social element and and the party side to it too, which is always <laughs> just been good fun. But no interest in that whatsoever, Haley. I don't know what you're talking about. Definitely not. <laughs> I should point out actually, because I think they I think they confirmed it. Um I mean notwithstanding anything else happening, but um that Cisco Live uh Europe would take place in Amsterdam in February. So hopefully that gives us um more of us a chance to to be there in person, you know, customers from um, you know, UK, Europe, etc. So we can mark that date. I can't remember the dates off the top of my head, but they're in early February. So uh we yeah. can bear that in mind. No, definitely. I think I might have to take a couple of re reconnaissance trips beforehand. <laughs> Good thinking. I like that, yeah. <laughs> One thing which I noticed uh, watching the live stream, actually, it came across in the keynotes and a couple of the sessions as well, was this repeated phrase about unified network experience. And, you know, com being completely honest, when I first heard it, I was a bit like, is this a new, like, marketing kind of buzz term but as the sessions went along it really kind of opened up into to what Cisco's new message is mm. 
It yeah, well, I mean, I, I mean, that was how the whole kind of, um, if you like, the main part of the keynote from from Chuck, uh, from G two, and and obviously with Todd as well, really, you know, framing. Um, I mean, a, a big and important word throughout the whole thing, and for us in general, is experience. Um, and and what you know, what do we mean in terms of delivering the best possible experience in whatever forum or or you know technology domain. Um, that that we were talking about, but but ultimately, um, you know, our cust- our customers have been telling us, um, you, you know, very vocally in terms of that need to not necessarily compromise on the the power of 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 what the technology can do, but certainly simplifying the experience of of using it and simplifying how you get, um, you know, as much out of it as you possibly can. Uh, and bringing different parts of things together as well. Um, uh, if you think, you, you know, technology tends to be designed for, you, you know, specific areas, you, you know, with that uh, capability or, or environment in mind, which is great. But, you know, in this in this world where there's so much complexity and, and everything is so dynamic and fast moving, we've got to find ways of, of bringing those things together. And, and you know there were some key announcements that were were made, which were all about bringing different parts of Cisco's um, portfolio together, simplifying the experience, but also you know making sure that, um, as you say, that kind of underlying depth and capability aren't compromised. And that that was really the whole framing of it. Yeah, I think there's going to be a hell of a lot of network managers who are going to be very pleased with some of the announcements which came out, for sure. Yeah, well, I mean, the big one, obvious one, was around um, cloud management for for Catalyst. You know, using the Meraki dashboard. Um, I don't know if you you watched it, Todd, but I, I thought he was about to explode at one point with excitement around he's finally getting to announce um, this thing that you know that that we we know there's been a lot of pent up demand for, and that the teams have been working really hard in terms of of getting to the point where we were publicly able to kind of confirm. Um, that this is, you know, um, where we're going, and this is what's available, you know, in terms of the, you know, the the monitoring, if you like, of of the Catalyst platform through the Meraki dashboard. So we know that many, many, many customers, whether it's through shift to cloud or just that whole kind of simplified cloud managed experience that they're looking for, um, you know, really value that from Meraki, but they also value that depth and power and richness that you get from within the Catalyst platform. I think I remember the slide, it was kind of number one in networking, number one in, you know, cloud managed networking across both. So the ability to bring that together, um, as you say, it will be kind of music to the ears of many uh, network managers. They want to see more, right? This is a statement of intent and there's some stuff which, you know, is available today and, and you know, more will be developed as we as we go forward. But it was really, yeah, it was a, it was an important moment and exciting to kind of see see the company announce that. Yeah, and a few few weeks back, we had a uh, we had an engineering get together at Natilic, and uh, in the enterprise networking space, it was it was the number one topic. So, yeah, I, I, the engineers are interested. We're really really keen to get our hands on this and and, and start testing it. And uh, yeah, it'll be be um, it'll be interesting to see how, how our clients take that on board. But I think I think it's uh, it's a great announcement and something they've they've been asking for, as you said. So yeah, have that option, that flexibility, and. Uh, that's going to be be good good to have that choice for our, for our clients, um, and also you know remembering that the 
the investment in DNA sense of the investment in Meraki is not going away. It just gives us another option when we when we, we look at solutions for, for our clients. Well, I think that's that's key. I, I, I mean, you know, and on the one hand, yes, you want simplicity, but you don't want that, uh, uh, you know, where you've completely compromised on um, on depth of capability or even that flexibility and choice. You know, we see many, well, you'll know this. I mean, we see so many customers where they make the choices that are right for them. Um, um, and 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 sometimes that can be across both platforms, uh, if if I can describe it like that. But but then in other areas, it just actually totally makes sense to to completely converge. So again, that you know you know part of the announcement was converging on Catalyst as the infrastructure, you know, the actual the, the physical infrastructure, which makes an awful lot of sense. Um, um, from from that perspective as well. So as you say, I, I, we're excited because we've been able to make that announcement and kind of share that um, publicly, but but also the statement of intent from the organisation is pretty clear the direction of travel um, um, that, that that we're taking. Um, you know, in, encapsulating all of those kind of characteristics, really. Yeah. Another thing which kind of stood out for me, actually, when I was watching the different different sessions was how regularly Thousand Eyes popped up. Mm. So it wasn't just in, just in their lane as such. It was coming up in, you know, with the WebEx Control Hub and the SD-WAN circles. It was, it was quite nice to see, obviously, you know, Cisco have, um, you know, acquired Thousand Eyes a couple of years ago. I remember, you know, Cisco Live two years back, possibly. And, you know, we all sat there a little bit of anticipation to see how it was going to be embedded into the portfolio. Um, so it's quite nice to see the insights actually coming through across different areas of the yeah. technology as well. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I noticed the same thing, um, you know, that uh, it, it's it's not been boxed in, if you like, if you can use that, if you can use that phrase. Um, and, you know, there are, when you make an acquisition or an investment, you know, there are different different routes that you can take and paths that you can take but we've been very deliberate from day one with Thousand Eyes and sort of acknowledging that actually when you think about all of the things that 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 that, that go to make up an end user experience right going back to the word experience um, and particularly so over the last two years right you know with 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 how we've all had to work and and, and ultimately what that means in terms of our experience then there's so many different touch points and, and there's such complexity in in the in the environment, multi-cloud environment, different networks, the internet itself. You know, um, we've we've all come to rely on it more, but it was never really built as a business class kind of network. So so so, how can you treat that, or 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 at least provide eyes on and visibility in a way that um, perhaps you didn't before? So that's that's the sort of core and crux of Thousand Eyes. But but then okay, yeah. So we we've if you think about it in terms of you know that experience of an end user using an application or a SaaS application maybe office suite 6 Ive or webex or, or something you know something similar then being able to actually get really granular as to you know being able to tell if a user's sitting close enough to the router or you know that there's something going on in terms of the configuration of their device that's actually impacting their ability you know and therefore their satisfaction or the quality of their experience that's that's a really powerful thing um, and you're right. You know, we, we, you know, in the same way that we can we can look at other third party SaaS services, we've actually plugged it right in the middle of WebEx. 
why would we not um to to almost offer that service assurance and um, right at the right at the very heart so that's that's one of the examples that you mentioned the other one was actually then this combination of um those nice technology with the work that we've been doing around Cisco predictive networks and predictive analytics and taking elements of both so that actually what happens is um th thousand eyes starts to or thousand eyes one insights for example so this is available through st1 which is becoming increasingly relevant and, and, and pertinent um particularly in the uk and ireland as it starts to, you know in the first 24 hours it's starting to learn and see and look at network paths and all that stuff that's way too clever for, for someone like me but starts to learn straight away and based on all of that and based on some of this um predictive analytics stuff that you know can 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 start to spot problems before they arise and the minute you can stop problems before they arise and before you get a bunch of end users who are all reliant on a particular service or an application or both you know not being able to work or being completely dissatisfied because you know because their experience is not what it needs to be again you know that's that that's that's a big plus for the business. That's the big plus for what IT ultimately are trying to deliver to to their customer base. And that's just two examples. I mean, Thousand Eyes um, have got probably in the region of twenty or thirty different use cases for um, where you might apply uh, their, their you know their capabilities. So um, yeah, it's been great to see that investment and um, in, in the integration. There's been a lot of work that's been going on over over the course of the last. Uh, you know, a couple of years, and you can see the manifestation of that. You know, with with some of the announcements that Cisco Live. Yeah, no, I think that's really interesting. And you know, Craig, I know that you've had a couple of conversations with clients recently about different use cases with Thousand Eyes. So hopefully, this will only strengthen really the the competitive nature of you know Cisco solutions in the market. Yeah, I think it's really timely because we're. Uh, you know, we're welcoming uh, our people back to the office. Clients are coming back in. Our partners, and uh, you know, we a lot of the discussions we've been having uh, around the, the challenges of adapting to this, you know, uh, this hybrid work and uh, environment. And you know, uh, ST WAN is top of mind. So, how do we, uh, you know, connect our, our people and our, and our offices uh, to um, the, the application and resources that we need? And, and also, as well, you know, the, the collaboration tools we've we've come to know and love over the last couple of years, are, you know, are still very relevant and, and important in a in a hybrid working environment. So, get having the, the tools like these thousand eyes integrations to to get to uh, you know what what is the root cause of any, any problems we're seeing and being able to you know, empower network teams, application teams, end user teams to you know to uh, to understand where in the in the chain things are breaking down, and that's. Um, yeah, that's only only a good thing, and can uh, yeah help help out that our clients focus on on what's important um, as they they adapt to, to this hybrid work. But um, yeah, on the topic of hybrid work, I think it's uh, it was also good to see some announcements about uh, SASE or um, server yeah the yeah. the edge solutions from Cisco. I know there's that there's a lot of definitions of what that can be, but there was some some key announcements around uh, Cisco Plus Secure Connect, which you know is one of the offerings from Cisco. So. Yeah, Joachim, what do, you, what do you think about um, what's happening in that space? I know our, our clients again; they, they they like to talk about this because there's, uh, you know, they're they're on a uh, many of them are somewhere in in their journey to, to yeah. hybrid cloud, and yeah, with with the challenges of of a distributed workforce, then then SASE solutions you know, sort of you know bridge that gap between people and, and applications. So, what um, what do you think about the announcements? That, that, that's yeah, just... uh, well, I was really excited. You know, we've we've been um, 
focused on Sassy. We've we've built a new team actually uh, here in the UK and Ireland around around Sassy because we just you know we can just see that as you as you said, you know there's been such a hot topic around hybrid work. So many organisations are are thinking about having to think about that. You know where. You, the workspace can be anywhere. So how do you incorporate that from, you know, what we were used to before? And of course, hybrid cloud as well. The application um, is um, is such an important element of um, competitive differentiation around innovation for, for organisations. And there's a whole host of complexities, as we know, sit underneath that. But, but the thing that links it, you know, uh, securely is the network. So SASE is that, you know, um, convergence of security and network. I think as G2 said, you can't be in the connectivity business without being in the protection business, which I quite like. Um, uh, and, you know, there are different manifestations of it. You know, different, as you see, customers are at different stages and, and have a different appetite for what they want to do next. And again, Cisco are looking at having, you know, offering the flexibility of choice as to what customers would do next. Um, but again, also addressing this um, mission around simplicity, you know, making sure that we're bringing things together in the best possible way with the right kind of consumption models. Um, so that was exactly what was announced around um, Cisco Plus Secure Connect now, which is sort of Meraki SD1, but other elements um, from a cloud security, so Duo, Umbrella, et cetera. Um, and, uh, and, and packaging that up in a way that's, you know, easy to access, easy to consume and, uh, you know, targeted at customers who, who, are, who are ready to uh, go down that. We talk about sassy URA and I, I, was, I was just about to use that word journey and uh, I could see that people would probably start grimacing. But it is, you know, it's a, it's, it's a phased approach and, and that's definitely um, another way that, um, you know, from a technology standpoint, Cisco can help and, and, and obviously in partnership with the likes of yourselves. No, definitely. I think you're right. You know, sometimes there's there's words like journey where you hear it repeated so many times. You're just like, oh, not again. But actually it is. It is a complete, everybody comes at it at different stages. And, you know, but at the end of the day, everyone kind of wants to achieve the same outcomes. It is the connectivity, it's the security about it as well. So yeah. it was interesting. Really- actually, just, I mean, I was in a um, thing sort of last week where we had probably had about 25 or 30 customers gathered and you know there are multiple there are multiple different ways you can approach something like sassy it's not like you just go pick a sassy off a shelf and there you are the next day you've done it um and you know we, we asked the question in the room you know how many are there with sassy and, and not not a single hand went up which tells you you know where where organizations are in their journey um but also tells you the importance of of us being there collectively to, to help them in the on the next next phases. So again, that was another, you, you know, that was why it was also exciting to see that announced at Cisco Live. Right. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, just a little snapshot for our listeners on a couple of key things which we've taken out from the week. Um, and like you say, Joachim, you there will also be Cisco Live in Melbourne and in Amsterdam in February, where hopefully we will see the next iterations of and see where things are going from there. Um, But in the meantime, if anybody wants to look any more, there's some great blog posts and press releases on the Cisco News website. Um, Or if you want to just get in contact with us um, at natillic.com, and we'll be happy to talk you through them. So thanks so much for joining. Thank you. 
Thanks, Haley.